Bro, that Captain Marvel. That trailer was awesome, man. She's coming to save the day. Oh, man. Now, huh? we'll see, man. I we'll mean, see. I, yeah. <laughs> the trailer still leaves you with, like, wondering, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. I don't want a trailer that shows everything. Yeah. Right? But, oh, man. I, know, I yeah. don't know, man. And uh, like I told you before, I've read Civil War, and there she's a little annoying. Like, yeah. So I'm like, ah, man, maybe I should not have read those comics first. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> The trailer looks looks good still. Exactly. It was a good teaser. It was a good it teaser. It was a good teaser, man. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of DMing Truth and Tech. I'm Mario Alvarado. And I'm Daniel Escalante. And we are excited. We're happy that you guys could join us uh, today and so that we can discuss, um, talk a little bit about tech stuff, um, new stuff, or things that are useful for mm-hmm. us in our daily living especially as Christians, mm-hmm. and also about church, church stuff, church issues, church things that um, can also help us grow, get conversations going that we probably aren't having, right? So um, Exactly, yeah. yes. Uh, we're here with Daniel, uh, like we yeah. said, my name is Mario, and we're really excited to have um, episode number 13. Yeah, episode uh, 13. Welcome back, everyone. So thank you for all the loyal listeners, man. I really appreciate you guys, appreciate yes. the feedback, appreciate uh, the fact that you guys are tuning in. Um, and remind all of you, uh, if you're new here, you know, we, this is about conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to get conversations going. So we want to involve you in the conversation, obviously. So, uh, yeah. you know, talk to us, send us, email, email us. All our stuff is going to be on the description. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our email is dmtruthtech at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, email us your experiences, uh, ideas, conversation types, um, topics, mm-hmm. just or something you disagree with that and that's okay you know open up yeah, our exactly. minds um yeah, to absolutely. discussion right mm-hmm. we're we're not right here this is not yeah. this is not the thing that we're always right we're just yeah, trying exactly. to get conversations going exactly yeah we definitely don't have all the answers so we're definitely open to learning more and uh yeah just hearing more than anything what your experiences are yes so also I, we're on twitter so yes. follow us on twitter um at dm truth tech and mm-hmm. um, that's our Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we post uh, on a daily and just want to mm-hmm. make sure we, you know, things that we do here like tech stuff or discussions that we have here, we'll put little snippets here and there mm-hmm. yes, um, up yeah. there so we can get, uh, keep engaging, keep the conversation, conversation going there. But yeah, we have a, a great program for today. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get right to it. It's time for our let's tech moment. Right, tech moment for you. Uh, iOS 12 just came out. Yes. Um, but we're going to talk about messaging apps today. Yes, which and is very important. I mean, you guys know as well as we do that um, the you know most efficient way to communicate right now is through texting. Yes. You know, texting and messaging. Text that's me. Where it's do not right call now. me. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. If you call, it's kind of like weird. It's like, man, who's calling me right yes, now? Yes. <laughs> like, man, what's the like, emergency? Why? Like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, so... IMessage, bro. So I mean, I've I did iMessage before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I switched to Android, so obviously that's yeah. probably the main thing that I had to give up. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what what are the pluses? What yeah. are the pros on that? Um, I I love iMessage. Um, I think one of my favorite features for me is just having. Um, honestly, I think it's being able to send you know the full like quality pictures and videos yeah. to anyone. You know, yeah. it's. I guess uh, I'm not even entirely 100% how it all works, but it's 
it's not just SMS, right? It's like combined yes. with um, yes. Wi-Fi, even at, to get you know to be able to send those messages, especially those high quality stuff to uh, to your friends and family. Yes. Um, so I think that's my favorite uh, feature about uh, iMessage. To be yeah, honest, definitely, yeah. and that's the problem with Android, man. At first, mm. you know. Um, Android is just a SMS service. You mm-hmm. you send things, and people who have Android can, can know mm-hmm. that when you send a picture or a video, mm-hmm. the quality <laughs> the quality is trash, man. I'm oh, sorry, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> oh, it rough. is not great to send yeah. something over um, through the message yeah. messages app, the Google native yes, messages, yeah. or even yeah. the the Samsung one, right? Mm. Because it. It, the way it works, like you said, it, it's not a Wi-Fi based messaging app. Mm-hmm. It's not like Facebook Messenger. It's not yeah. like WhatsApp. It's not like iMessage. Yes, yeah. Um, the difference between iMessage and these other ones is that you can text through iMessage. You can't mm-hmm. really text through, you know, uh, Messenger, or yes, Facebook yeah. Messenger, and stuff like that because you need Wi-Fi or data yeah, for exactly. all of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. Google came out with an app called. Allo. Yes. Man. Yeah. And that's the that is the that is the counterpart mm-hmm. to iMessage. Yes. Okay. It's not as perfect. Mm-hmm. It it's fairly new, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, it's barely a couple years into. They're still developing, they're still doing things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to encourage all the Android users mm-hmm. start using Allo. Like I'm we're not getting paid by Google, okay? Yeah. But, but guess what? Through Allo, you can send high quality pictures like you do with yours. Oh, that's awesome! You can send high quality videos. They, mm-hmm. I mean, even iMessage compresses a little bit. Everyone's mm-hmm. gonna compress yes, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know, if you send two, three gigs, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it's gonna compress something. Yeah. So Allo compresses it, mm-hmm. but the quality is way better than sending through mm-hmm. the regular texting app. Yeah. Uh, your yeah. messages. Now I love messages. Mm-hmm. That's the Google messaging, mm-hmm. uh, and I use it obviously, but. Um, I use Allo a lot, especially not everyone has downloaded it though. So yeah, and the other good thing about Allo mm-hmm. is that you can you can communicate with people with iOS. Mm, okay, so right. you know I have Android, but mm-hmm. you know my wife she has iOS, but she has mm-hmm. Allo. I told her, hey, download Allo. Mm-hmm. We can we can send pictures through there. We talk through there yes, and stuff yeah. like that. My brothers they have Allo. My mm, sisters, okay. my cousins, yeah. stuff like that. So um, it. It works, like, mm-hmm. even through iOS. Now, even if you just have Android, mm-hmm. I would suggest you downloading it. Because yes, when you yeah. send pictures, I mean, pictures, you won't tell that much of a difference. Yeah. And then yeah. your regular user probably does just sends a picture and they'll be like, oh, it mm-hmm. looks good. But when it comes to video, mm-hmm. oh, man, it looks, like, so pixelated. It looks yes, so yeah. bad. Yeah. But in Allo, it's pretty good. Mm, okay. And say, so I think that's the thing, too. Like, uh, now in 2018, um, I think it's a... You just have to take into account, you know, what is or what is like your circle, you know, using or the most comfortable using. You know, chances are uh, most people nowadays are using like a couple of third party apps. You know, there's Messenger, there's WhatsApp, you know, Google Allo. So, you know, chances are most people aren't just sticking to like the stock messaging app on their phone. You know, they have something else and so uh, it just comes down to using what, um, yeah, what you like, what's, you know, the most enjoyable for you. And I mean, everyone has data here wherever they go. Yeah, exactly. Wi-Fi. So, yeah, yeah you're right. You, you know, most people don't use Android or send pictures through there. They'll mm-hmm. just send it through WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, different. Th- Even my mom, yeah. man, she'll send me stuff through like <laughs> WhatsApp, right? She'll yeah. send it through regular uh, messages. But yeah, you're right. So it just comes to a preference. And un- un- 
I hate to say this, right? Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's better to use third-party apps. Well, mm-hmm. Allo's not a third-party app. It's mm-hmm. Google. Yeah. But anything but the Messages app yeah. to send things, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. But people do that anyway, so, yeah, so it's, exactly, it's not yeah. that bad. In Apple, you have iMessage, which is mm-hmm. good enough. But yeah. even people with iOS still also use third-party apps, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, Mess- absolutely. Facebook Messenger, yeah. WhatsApp. Um, yeah, definitely. Anything else. But yeah. it just comes as a matter of of preference. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's a little uh, key there. If you, want, mm-hmm. if you want to send things to messages on Android, download Allo. It's mm-hmm. a Google. Yeah, and I've definitely yeah. been trying it uh, the last, for like a week now, I think. And yeah, yeah Google Allo is really nice. It's, yeah. it's definitely a fun uh, fun way to communicate. Yeah, nice user yeah. interface. You can change, you know, Google always allowing you to change things. Oh yeah, there. change the themes yeah, and things themes. like that. Things you can't do with, you know, iOS because yeah. they make you want to be a robot or yeah. something. <laughs> Everyone the same. I think the last innovative thing that came to iMessage was like the tap back features and I guess the uh, iMessage apps to be able, you know, oh, to connect yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. But um, I hardly use the iMessage apps or, you know, I maybe use a couple for like uh, emojis or something like that. But I think the one that I use the most after that is like the tap back features, you know, so you okay. thumbs up on someone, you know, oh, okay, or the yeah. heart and yeah, exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. But um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, I've, um, it's it is kind of fun to use something different. Uh, yeah, well. yeah, it is. You know, yeah. you get sometimes you get tired of the thing and yeah, you just want to start. <laughs> yeah, let, let, look at something new. Yeah. But anyway, try those out. We'll put the description mm-hmm. on Allo and, and and all that stuff on the on our mm-hmm. description um, below. So. Let's get down to our church talk, man. Really excited yeah, about that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about worship. Man, mm. this is this is another, yes. you know, it's another issue in a lot of our churches. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of time is, I like to say, spent, mm-hmm. invested, but many times wasted mm. talking and judging and, and, yeah. and saying things about worship yeah. in our churches, right? Yeah, it's definitely a topic that hits close to home. It's it's very uh, personal, you know, topic. Yes. You know, a lot of people have not just thoughts and ideas about how they feel about worship, but um, there's a lot of emotions connected to it. Yes. You know, and yes. so I think that's why people... Um, yeah, that's why it's easy to be. It can be easy to be really critical in in the area of worship. Yeah, it is, and yeah. it's. I mean, it, it's sad that sometimes you know a lot of fights are broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I like not physical fights, obviously, but like yeah. you know, <laughs> verbal fights and yeah. disconnects. And the the worst of it, I think, is that sometimes conversations aren't encouraged; they're just stopped. Exactly. Yeah. If you ask yeah. something, it's like, nope, that's nope. just the yeah. way we. Yeah. That's just what the Bible says. Period. Yeah. Exactly. Or even I think uh, growing up, I was always told, nope, you know, we can't do anything different because God is a God of order. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was such yeah. a... Yeah. And then they, they give these arguments which make it seem like if you do something different, like, yeah. okay, what do you say to that? Like, God yeah, is a God yeah. of order. Okay. But I mean, so if you say something different, are you saying God is a God of disorder? Yeah, It's like, exactly. no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Man. You know, I'm saying something... No, but it, the arguments that are given usually stop conversation mm-hmm. yeah and they don't allow for we talked about creativity in mm-hmm. one of our podcasts mm-hmm. they don't allow for creativity they don't allow they just stop they don't go and i think mm-hmm. we want to encourage our listeners push for conversation absolutely yeah, yeah to open up and um yeah just to open up those ideas and make it easier to yes. share with one another yes absolutely. and in a conversation we'd like to say Maybe we could do episode on conversation, mm-hmm. but include when it comes to conversation, include evaluation, mm-hmm. um, include looking at the problem once you evaluate, and mm-hmm. then look into 
providing solution, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because conversation is not just about, hey, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. It turns, it's not a conversation, it's just criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in, include these elements and push for them mm-hmm. because uh, it, it helps the church to mm-hmm. move forward. Yes, exactly. It helps them to look look inward and, and you know, just actually question, you know, uh, the way that they've been doing things, Man, which is great. It's okay yeah. to question. Yeah. Bro, you just said exactly. that. It's okay to question. Yes. We can't express this enough to our listeners and to everyone. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, we're pastors. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, <laughs> when you're in a board meeting, you don't want people yeah. questioning everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's needed. It's okay. Exactly. I don't yes, want, yeah. we don't want to be those pastors. As pastors, we're telling you, it's okay and we encourage to question things. Mm-hmm. Why do we do it that way? Mm-hmm. How are we going to do it? Is mm-hmm. this really valuable? Is this worth it? I don't mm-hmm. know. Exactly, yeah. Our churches aren't, you know, churches that just belong to a specific elite group within the church, yes. you know? It's a church that is for everyone, exactly. you know, and everyone's ideas and thoughts uh, should be welcome, you know, and they yes. should be able to say, you know what, uh, what if we went in a different direction, you know? Not saying like, hey, let's just do it. Just what if, yeah. you know, just asking. So. Yeah. Definitely. And then in worship, this is one of the one that has, that has brought questions, but a mm-hmm. lot of the times the questions are suppressed. They just not let, they just answer with what we said. Yes, God yeah. is a God of order mm-hmm. or, you know, that's irreverent. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's go into it. It's, so for example, so you see, this is small, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we want to talk about the big pictures, but something as small as raising our hands, mm, yes. you know, in some yeah. churches, it's, um, Sometimes a person that raises their hand in a church where it's not yeah. used to doing that, that becomes a weirdo, right? Yes, oh, yeah. Man. That's the weirdo raising their hands. Yeah. Or maybe the other way around, in a church yes. where people are raising their hands and someone doesn't, yeah. it's like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't yeah. you worshiping, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, that, was, that was me in a lot that of That was you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I've only ever raised my hands in worship once or twice in once my whole time. life yeah wow yeah. just because yeah growing up it was always kind of uh like i didn't see that happening a lot you know and so and yeah of course you know uh my parents always kind of taught me like no you know you have to be reverent you know yeah. you have to be respectful and so it, it yeah it just lended itself to the idea like worship is like this stiff you know yeah kinda, you stay where you are and you just kind of sing, you know, and, yeah, bro, but not too loud. <laughs> Were you ever told that's Pentecostal? Yes, you ever- <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro, you, that's all over the place, right? When people, yeah. when, when you're in an environment of a church that doesn't, yeah. they're not too expressive in mm-hmm. their in their worship, and they do something expressive like that. Mm-hmm. The the answer is usually. Hey, we're not Pentecostal. Exactly, right? yeah. And I mean, at that age, you know, if you're young, you're like, well, you know, I'm Adventist. I don't want to be seen as Pentecostal. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're like, yeah. okay, I guess this must be wrong or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of that comes because we, we, we've been giving faulty information mm. that we've taken it as if it's biblical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then when we come to read the Bible, sometimes we bring that mentality with us instead of organically reading the mm. Bible and say, when I mean organic, I just mean freeing ourselves from our own biases yeah. Yes, and saying, hey, I'm going to read and see what this says. Yeah. Um, when we don't do that, we, we simply read the Bible to support the ideas that we already mm. have. Yeah. And you can, and we know how that goes throughout history. Oh, yes. Yeah. So many things. You yeah. have the Crusades, you yeah. have people killing, you know, killing, murdering mm-hmm. in the name mm-hmm. of the Bible. Like, because you can always use it to bring your to support the ideas that you already have. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's always yeah. better to come 
with a free mind, with an open mind, mm-hmm. and saying, what does it say? Mm-hmm. But things like this, like, oh, we're not Pentecostal and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. where did these come from? Like, mm-hmm. they're not yeah. biblical. No. We can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, in yeah. case you still didn't know, saying we're not Pentecostal, that's not mm-hmm. biblical. Yes, um, yeah. It's not even close, to Yeah, be not even a little bit. Not even a little <laughs> bit. So, I mean, it's fine um, because it's what we've been taught. I used to say that, mm-hmm. I have to admit. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I mean, it's it's because we usually take the word of somebody mm-hmm. and then we bring that idea to the Bible. So all we take from the Bible is just to support what we already believe exactly, yeah. or think. Yeah. And even like exactly in those uh, situations where we just, you know, take the ideas that we've been taught, you know, uh, we get into a point where we even don't even question that. Yeah. You know? So it's like, um, you know, we're older, we grow up, you know, we still have these ideas and we've never thought to like, oh, let me look into it. Yeah. You know, um, we just keep keep going with the same thing. The same. And yeah. then we pass that down to our children. Mm-hmm. They pass it to, and it just keeps. And it just keeps going. Yeah. It just keeps going. Yeah. Um, so a question is then, mm-hmm. is what is the right way to worship? Mm-hmm. So what, what's the solution? Like, what is it? Is it correct the way? Mm-hmm. Who's got the right way to worship? Yes. Like, what church yeah. is the one doing it correctly? Exactly, yeah. Because that's good. Like, you would want to yeah. go to that one, right? Like, yeah, worship absolutely. is a huge thing. Like, yeah. when we read Revelation, it's all about, it's going to be about worship. It's mm-hmm. going to be. Yeah. So, but we're looking here at worship styles, mm. right? Not yes. necessarily who you're worshiping and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and maybe we could talk about that later, about the, I don't know, we can talk about the theological implications yeah. of worship styles and worship yeah. and how Revelation sees it in the mm-hmm. book of Revelation. But... We can tell you something. The way that we've been worshiping in our churches mm-hmm. is a European style of worship mm-hmm. mixed with some other things, obviously. Yes, yeah. Generally speaking. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. So you go to a different church and you'll see the same style of worship there. Mm-hmm. You'll go to another SDA church. Mm-hmm. You can expect the same thing. Yeah. There's you you know exactly at least generally how it goes. Mm-hmm. It might differ a little bit. Yeah. Now there are some churches who have definitely gone in a different direction. Yes, yeah, great. Yeah. Kudos to them, right? Yeah. Um, but usually it's that way, especially in Hispanic churches. Yeah, <laughs> like when you go from one Hispanic church to another Hispanic church, there's like oh, it's pretty much the same. It yeah. is pretty much the same. Yeah. Like you can't, you won't expect me to change. Yeah. Now, this is a European style of change. Mm-hmm. As as much as we know, mm-hmm. when Protestants, when the Protest, uh, the uh, sorry, the Martin Luther started, mm-hmm. um, and he introduced the style of worship to the Catholic Church that was a little bit different, mm-hmm. and that was adapted by the Protestant mm-hmm. Church. You know, the Protestant Reformation started, and then you have also you know mm-hmm. Calvin, John Calvin, all this, and this style of worship became kind of like the way mm-hmm. things were done. Yes, yeah. And then you have throughout the time throughout time time passes mm-hmm. and then you have missionaries going to different places including mm-hmm. our Hispanic places, you know, um mm-hmm. Latin America and all this and teaching them that this is the way that worship should be done mm-hmm. and this is the way that you should dress and this is the way this this and that. Yeah. Um and and so that t- that styles of worship, the European style, was adapted, mm-hmm. and that's 
really where this comes from. Mm-hmm. Because when, when we read the Bible, for example, mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 14, mm-hmm. the style there is a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's hard to read, you know, about some of the experiences in the Bible about worship and not come away with like, wait, that's a little bit different yeah. from how we, you know? <laughs> yes. And maybe it's maybe it's, it makes us a little uncomfortable and we've never like dwell too much on it. But um, but yeah, when we read the Bible, like, I don't know how that happens, uh, right? <laughs> it's like, wait, it's this different. is a little different. But yeah, it must be right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and we just keep doing, it, or we yeah. just ignore it. Yeah, or we're just afraid of bringing yeah. up the conversation. Or maybe we even have the mentality like, oh well, you know, that was back then where they didn't know as much. You know mm, what I mean? And so yes. you know, they had a different idea. You know, but now we got it right. You know, now our way of worship. You know, that was way back then. Now we have it right. Yeah. <laughs> And that's ironic because they'll pick and choose because yeah. there's certain things on there that mm-hmm. that they do choose from where they say no, you know, only the man, the the priest taught, mm-hmm. or it was only men, you know, yes, yeah. doing things, and so they'll pick and choose mm-hmm. what 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 they would bring into the worship nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you pick and choose in the Bible? Like that's wrong hermeneutics, right? It's, oh, absolutely. That, that's not how yeah. it works. <laughs> So yeah. if you do this, you must do the rest of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If the context applies. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what is the right style of worship? Well, I can tell you that the cat, the the European style that we're doing now is not wrong, mm-hmm. but it also isn't wrong if you don't do that way. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main points that we're trying to, uh, I guess, get across. Or you know, yes. it's not so much that we're saying you know that. The way that we worship, you know, whether it be conservative, you know, or a more reserved style is wrong. Yes. It's just that other ways of doing worship um, are just as valid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And with this European style and stuff like that, comes a lot of philosophy involved. Yes. Especially yeah, true. from our Catholic brothers. There's a lot of philosophy involved in Catholicism, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. agree with that. They all agree with that. Mm-hmm. So um, this f- Greek, especially Greek philosophy, we're talking about Greek philosophy. Mm. Now... Just something as simple as, for example, our, our in church in worship styles, a lot of times mm-hmm. we the European style seems mm-hmm. to suppress emotion. Mm, yes, Anything yeah. that shows That's emotion, true. like we're talking about yeah. hands, right? Raising your hands, yeah, or maybe you know, like swaying a little, swaying bit a little music, bit, yeah, clapping, mm-hmm. you know, showing a little bit of emotion. It's suppressed. It's mm-hmm. like no, no, no. That's wrong. Yeah. Because that's the European mentality. Why? Mm-hmm. Because there's Greek philosophy involved. When we say European, mm-hmm. we're talking about Martin Luther. Martin Luther came out from the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. We need to remember that. Yes, yeah. Protestant Reformation was mm-hmm. coming out of the Catholic Church, right? Mm-hmm. So, but they brought a lot of stuff from there still. Mm-hmm. And this Greek mentality, this Greek philosophy, remember that stuck is that the human body is evil. Mm-hmm. And in the heavenly things, that's what's correct, right? Yes, yeah. So philosophers taught a lot to suppress your emotions, to suppress, mm-hmm. you know, like like don't listen to your body or, the, mm-hmm. or emotions are evil and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yeah. So that mentality came to the Catholic Church. Yeah. Man, that sounds almost like the Jedi. <laughs> suppress your learn to suppress yeah. your emotions right bro yeah. you, you know that emotions part? lead to the dark side oh my goodness when um uh what's his name anakin was a little yeah. boy and he was being interviewed yes, by the yeah. jedi council yeah it's like you fear huh you fear yeah. for your mom? Mm, fear leads to the dark side yeah exactly i'm thinking like yoda bro he's like a five six year old yeah. man how's he not gonna be afraid yeah. hunger leads to the dark side hunger le- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you have this mentality and mm-hmm. that's true there were, anakin which is a little boy 
who eventually grows up to be the famous Darth Vader, mm-hmm. he's told, like, suppress your emotions mm-hmm. because, you know, you're not supposed to be emotional. Mm-hmm. And this is the right way to the good way and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's like yeah. philosophy right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the church, Catholic church, when you go in there, I've heard this saying, oh, when you go in a Catholic church, you can you, you can hear even a mosca because it's so silent. Yeah. And it's so, it's so, you can even hear a fly. Like, it's so reverent yeah. yes, and stuff. yeah. I don't know if reverent is the way because you can express emotion and still be reverent. Oh yeah, absolutely. The Jewish did it in the Bible. You did it. They, yes. The, yeah. the 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 worship services in the Bible they were pretty loud. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they were irreverent. Mm-hmm. It's just that they were expressing emotion, and God created us as holistic beings, mm-hmm. which means that we're supposed to reason things definitely because mm-hmm. you don't yeah. want to go on you know just pure yes, emotion. Yeah, exactly. You, we reason, but we also express our reasoning with emotion. Mm-hmm. So this mentality of suppressing emotion comes from the European style of worship, the Catholic style of worship, mm-hmm. where you can't clap your hands, you can't raise your hands because, no, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's irreverent. Now, we call it irreverent. Mm-hmm. Greek philosophy calls it evil because it's, 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 it's yeah, our body. It, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But that has creeped into the church, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout history, it, we just... Follow it and adapt mm-hmm. it. And when we go to read the Bible, we bring that mentality in. Yeah, that preconception already to, you know, the experiences of the Bible. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, we look at David dancing mm-hmm. and celebrating when the ark is coming in. And mm-hmm. we call that a special occasion or we call that yeah. like, I don't know. We, we yeah. I don't know what people say to that. Yeah, like, I'm not even sure either, but maybe, you know, along the same lines of like, oh, but David fell, you know, so that doesn't count yeah. type of thing. <laughs> but he was an adulterer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that must have played a part. No. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of emotion mm-hmm. involved in the worship in the Bible. Mm-hmm. A lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now there are other cultures too that are not too expressive. There are cultures mm-hmm. that are very expressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God allows, he wants that. Mm-hmm. In, in Revelation chapter 14, when it says that the angel, the, the gospel is to be preached to the to all, it says, and I saw an angel, right, mm-hmm. that had a scroll, and it was the everlasting gospel, mm-hmm. to be preached to every nation, mm-hmm. to every tribe. Yeah. And, 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 and we need to what? We need to fear him. We need to give him glory because the hour of judgment mm-hmm. has come. And then it says, and worship him. Mm-hmm. But it's worshiping him, all nations, all tribes. It's not saying that there's going to be one specific style of worship. Exactly, yes. It's saying that the gospel will cause people to worship the true God, Mm. even within their own cultural Mm -hmm. context. Yes. Or it just be like, you know, preach it to every tongue and nation, but make sure they worship exactly how, you know, yeah. Martin Luther did it. Yeah, exactly. It would, yeah, I guess, yeah, if um, if there was a specific way that we had to do it, I feel like definitely God would have revealed it or showed it, you know, in some way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now, a lot of people say that, no, God has a specific way, mm-hmm. and they'll quote the Old Testament. Yes. They'll quote the temple services. Yes yeah. or no? They'll do yes, that, right? They'll do that, yeah. Okay, well, then sure. God did it. Look how he did it over here. Yeah. Man. <laughs> if you want to do things the way things were done in the Old Testament in the, in the sanctuary, mm-hmm. which had a specific purpose mm-hmm. yeah, that finished, at least yeah. in part, in, in when, when, when the veil was ripped in half, mm-hmm. um, you know, the rest of the service is being done only by Jesus mm-hmm. in the heavenly sanctuary. Mm-hmm. But if you want to include the Old Testament service into today's service, mm-hmm. you got to change a lot more than what you're doing right yes, now. Yes, yeah. A yeah. lot more. Yeah. 
you got to change seating, you got to change things, you got to, you know, change who's going to speak and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes all with a misunderstanding of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Again, we go back to that, going through the Bible and saying, oh, no, look, this is how we do worship. Let me go see in the Bible and make sure that it agrees with what I think instead of saying, hey, let me see what it was used for, right? Because even one of the th- main things that happens today is that the, the equating of a pastor to a priest. Mm, yeah. That's not That's biblical. True. Yeah, exactly. A pastor yeah. is not the same thing as a priest. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it differs a lot, and you'll find it in the Bible mm-hmm. that, you yeah, know. Yeah, different uh, functions. Different functions, yeah. definitely. So um, what is the right way to worship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we have to be open. You were talking about being open mm-hmm. to different cultures. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, you raised it, um, or like you showed it very clearly when we just read the Bible, you know? And yeah. we have like these examples of experiences of how the Jewish people worshipped, and it's very different from, you know, how we, um, you know, grew up thinking that worship is. Um, but it's not wrong. And I think that exposure and definitely just even an awareness of the way that other cultures worship and how yeah. they worship. Um, I know for me, like when I started seeing and noticing, you know, how um, how other countries that are also, you know, have Adventist churches, you know, and that are also Adventist, how they worship. Yeah. Um, and I started seeing, you know, how different it was. And the thing that came to my mind wasn't like, oh, look how irreverent they're being. Look how disrespectful mm. they're being. Mm. You know, it's like, wow, you know, they're really enjoying yes. praising God. Yes. You know? And uh, it, if anything, it left me wondering, like, man, you know, I, I want to get to that point. You know, yes. why haven't I gotten to that point? Mm. Because, um, you know, growing up in a very conservative, um, you know, the way that we've always worshipped, you start thinking like... Um, Well, you know, those experiences cause you to reflect, like, have I ever really enjoyed worshiping God? Wow. You know? And so, um, so, yeah, I definitely think that exposure to the way that other cultures, not just worship, but the way that they relate to God and the way that they show Him reverence and respect and, but more than anything, yeah, love and um, how they joy themselves in His presence. Definitely, we can learn a lot from that. Yes, yes, we can. I mean... Worship. I was re- I was reading a little bit of this uh, book, a snippet of the book, um, Letters to the Church mm-hmm. from Francis Chan, mm-hmm. and he talks about how even today, um, I mean, the gospel in and of itself is so beautiful. It's gospel. Mm-hmm. It's great news. That's what the gospel means. Yes, it's amazing exactly. news. Mm-hmm. It should bring out in us, in and of itself, enough emotion, enough um, celebration. Mm, yes, to worship. To uplift God, you know, in a holistic, in a holistic way, with mm-hmm. with our mind mm-hmm. grasping it, you know, l- logically, but at the same time with our emotions, because you know, when people were were when Jesus touched people's lives, they would hug him, they would, you know, they would get down on their mm-hmm. knees on on their on their face, mm-hmm. not even just on the knees how we do it, mm-hmm. like the way they would kneel, they they would prostrate. It wasn't even. Let's just yeah. kneel. Yes, it yeah. was like, and it was pretty dramatic. Yeah. Um. When the when 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 John and Peter, um, healed mm-hmm. the the um the lame guy right mm-hmm. at the and at, at the yeah. at the temple entrance. Yes. He didn't go in walking. He went in jumping, and leaping, and leaping yes. and dancing. Like yeah. He was excited and praising Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For um, what he had done in his life. For what oh, he had absolutely. done. So. Yeah. You know, I think we've also gone to the other end, and we could probably talk about this mm-hmm. later, but where we've tried to put in a whole bunch of different little things to make worship a little bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. And instead of helping, we've actually watered it down a little bit. Exactly, yeah. Um, 
I mean, and it's cool. I'm, I don't go. I actually mm-hmm. we use it in our worship service. You mm-hmm. know, we have lights. We have mm-hmm. you know n- good things. Mm-hmm. But the 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 early church didn't have lights. Mm-hmm. They didn't have smoke machines or mm-hmm. you know super great instruments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the gospel was spreading like rapid fire. Mm-hmm. But they made it of them. It was it, they. They, the gospel was everything. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It, in and of itself, there's enough to worship, to raise your hands. Paul talks about raising holy mm-hmm. hands. Exactly. He yes. talks about that. Yeah. Um, they would, they would, you know, in the traditions, obviously, dance and come together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there was enough in the gospel to express it holistically. Mm-hmm. We should not be suppressing it. Exactly. Or at least some people aren't even, some people aren't. That expressive, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that's not wrong either. And that's not wrong either, exactly. Yeah, it's just, um, you know, just like how we're talking about how the Bible has different experiences when when you see about people that had experiences with God, you know, in yes. His presence, you know, there were some that, yeah, prostrated themselves, you know, fell face first, you know, yeah. can't even look at you, God, because you're so holy and yeah. I'm just so in awe. Um, but then, yeah, then there are others that uh, had experiences with Jesus, and yeah, they were jumping, leaping, yes, you know. And so, um, so I think, yeah, it, that's kind of like the spectrum, you know. The thing is, is that, yeah, we shouldn't suppress our reaction to God's work, to yes. His amazing, you know, uh, ability to just love us and be there for us. You know, we definitely shouldn't suppress that. That's where us. the problem comes. It, in. it is, yeah. Where we yeah. say. This is wrong. Exactly. Yeah, you're wrong for doing that. Mm-hmm. Why? And then we use the Bible to support that, but it, the, the Bible doesn't really say exactly, that. Exactly, it doesn't. Yeah. If anything, in all the examples of you know God saying to worship me, it almost seems like He's trying to get a reaction from us. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like do something more than just say it. Exactly. Yeah. You like, know? didn't you see what I just did? You know, look, look at all these miracles that I did for you. You know, like, yes. yeah, worship me. <laughs> and if we want to look at the psychology of things, too, like, mm-hmm. we know that nowadays body language speaks a lot. Yes. Sometimes more yeah. than what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the way someone speaks, the way someone, uh, the way someone, sorry, the way someone sits, the way mm-hmm. someone, you know, moves their eyes, you know, mm-hmm. roll your eyes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you'll know when your wife is upset or something. Oh, yeah. And she won't even have to say anything. Oh, right? yeah. Right? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, my wife's upset. Like, yeah. I know something's up. You yeah, know? exactly. And the worst part is when you tell them, hey, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. You know? Mm. And it's a nothing's wrong where you know everything's wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> so our body language ex- expresses a lot. You think yeah. God won't want to do that? Like, when we watch a soccer game, when we, mm-hmm. well, at least, you know, I'm into sports. Mm-hmm. I get too excited and I know I need to tone it down a little bit, right? I know, I know yeah. that I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor. Okay. I need to tone it down a little bit, Yeah, but I get excited because I get, my, my mind is obviously mm-hmm. rationalizing what's going on, Exactly. but I'm yeah. not just going to be like, oh, we All scored right. a touchdown. Yeah. Um, Hooray. That's, that's a good thing <laughs> that we yeah. scored, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm like jumping, I'm expressing what mm-hmm. I'm feeling, what I'm rationalizing. Mm-hmm. God is God. Like, he goes beyond a sport. He goes beyond anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, don't go into chaotic, into chaotic weird things. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not what we're, you know, uh, yeah. promoting yeah. Or, or talking about. We're talking about being able to allow mm-hmm. and know that the Bible allows, mm-hmm. even supports, to be expressive of worshiping the King of Kings, the... Mm-hmm. The Lord of Lords, the one who is worthy to have opened the scrolls and the heaven just just lost it. Exactly. When, yeah. when he opened the scrolls because yeah. he was worthy. Like yeah. 
that's the type of of worship that hopefully we you know we we can encounter. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not too expressive, like we said, mm-hmm. that could be okay. But that you would be able to still know and wholeheartedly say, "Hey, exactly, yes, I'm worshiping." You know, yeah, exactly. So Absolutely. we encourage you guys to you know have these conversations, um, mm-hmm. have more studies on it, and. Um, just express what, what, what you want, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, we would definitely love to hear your experiences uh, with worship. You know, what is worship like in your church where you are? Um, you know, just let us know. Yeah. You know, you can let reach us, us out through email, uh, Twitter, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Please keep the conversation going. And that pretty much concludes our episode of uh, DM and Truth and Tech for today. We're really hoping uh, uh, you guys will join us next week. We have a great program. We, we plan these out. We really... Um, we're really happy that you guys would join us. If you're new, um, follow us on our Twitter account. Um, email us, and if you're one of our loyal uh, listeners, we you know keep engaging with us. Uh, yeah. Share this with other people, yes. um, and stuff like that. So uh, once again, thank you guys for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thank you very much. See you guys next week.